Hey everybody, this is Shelly, your mouthy mama at Talking Trash and Truths. And this is my crybaby stream. Um, I had a very hard time sleeping last night and this morning and I'm in a lot of pain. Um, my legs are, you can't even imagine how swollen they are, how hard they're like stone um it's it's been a really rough day i i called my insurance because they sent me a letter saying my doctor was being relocated they were giving me a new doctor i don't want a new doctor i want my doctor who's been with me last year as all this shit developed and I just, I, so I, I was able to get my original doctor at the same office and I called to make an appointment. There's no appointment with him until the end of the month. So I took that appointment as a telehealth appointment, but I need to see, um, uh, a gastroenterologist quickly because I'm having um, bleeding issues um, that never happened before. And it's, it's happened three times this week and it's, it's an escalation. I wasn't really looking forward to. Um, I wasn't expecting because nobody warned me it could happen. But then again, there is not a goddamn thing about, this whole thing that makes any sense. How do you have Lyme and not know it for years? And then it's not really Lyme, it's dormant Lyme. Like it's in your system, but it's not active. And then one day it decides to just supercharge, go into every system in your body and embed itself and then you're just, you're fucked, you know, cause you know, then your brain, your brain doesn't work and you can't breathe right. And your heart doesn't work right. And your muscles don't work at all. I feel weak as a newborn kitten. And I'm strong like an ox. So I can't just, Sometimes it's really hard to make the adjustment to going from completely autonomous and independent and taking care of everybody else to being crippled and not being able to do the slightest. I can't even tie my own shoes. I can't put my own shoes on or my socks. Like, they don't get it. And I called the doctor's office and I said, listen, I can't wait till the end of the month. I have to have a referral for a gastroenterologist for uh, two tests. And I told them what the tests were. And she said, well, the doctor wants to see you. I said, but I've never seen this, this doctor, you know, that you want to send me to. Well, Dr. Patel isn't, you know, like 
available to the end of the month. No, of course he's not, because God forbid. And she was like, well, there's another one um, on the other end of town, which is hella far away. Um, she was like, you could drive there if it's too much to walk. Like, real snotty. And I said, first of all, I'm not fucking walking anywhere. I said, because I can't in case, you know, you weren't listening. I said, I was very nice. I said, and now I'm not going to be nice. You're rude. You're ridiculous. And you know shit all about medicine and what I'm going through. I can't make it there. You could take an Uber. I said, no, I can't because they send trucks and I can't get into a truck. I wanted to reach through the phone and beat this woman senseless and not in Minecraft. Like, I just wanted to like beat the information into her. Like, do you not listen? Do you not get that it's humiliating for me to be seen? That people look at me because I look young and I walk like I'm a hundred. And then they look at, you know, like the, the swelling in my legs and they're like, oh, well, you know, she's fat. Fuck you. No, they did not cause that. That is not my fault. This is not the result of a hot dog, you dumb bitch. Like, I can't. And I don't know, lately every stream that I fucking go on, they're all talking about fat this, fat that, fat that, fat people should die, and fat people should this. And these are all people like, oh, fat people, you know, they have no place in this world. They just make the world worse. I can't even stand to look at them. They're repulsive. They're disgusting. They're this. I hate fat. And not for nothing, but you can hate them all you want. They're still going to be here. And you're just making them feel worse, which is not going to help to motivate them. The fat shaming is stupid. It's stupid. And it's cruel. And if somebody wants it done, that's great. Go do it. But everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. And it's like, okay, good. So you're you're just going to, you know, target a group of people who already have um, massive trauma and self-esteem issues. Because most people that have that kind of, you know, like heaviness, they're there's a lot of issues under there and it don't have to do with food. Do they eat too much? Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. Do they eat themselves to death? Yeah. A lot of them do because life has nothing to offer them. Life has been cruel. And I don't want to hear the life is cruel to everything. No, there there's degrees of trauma. And I hate to say it, but I don't think a lot of people would have survived my life. They just wouldn't have. And they sure as shit wouldn't have come out still talking to people or being nice to people. And I do everything I can. But it's just not enough. It's just... I, I used to go places. I used to go to the store. I can't even go buy milk. 
and I sit on here and I put on a smile. And I, I genuinely love talking to you guys. I do. It, it's the only thing. The only thing that makes me happy anymore. But now I gotta go to this new doctor. And I don't know how the hell I'm gonna get there. You know, I... I thought maybe my mom would have, like, her husband take me. Because they have the car. And the car is low. I could get in it. But no. No. Oh, we're having car issues. And now suddenly they have a flat tire. Isn't that convenient? Have car issues. We can't take you anywhere. I'll rent an Uber. Thanks, Ma. Thanks. I... It's always good to know you have your mother to count on, right? I can't remember a time that I let my kids down. Or that I made them face something alone. I... I'm going to have to meet this doctor. She's going to be so judgmental. They always are. And I'm going to have to explain everything to her. And the lady on the phone said, well, she'll read your record. I said, she's not going to understand it. There's over a dozen doctors on there. Hundreds of tests. Dozens of scans. I still have to go to a vascular surgeon. I still have to go get a full MRI. I still have to go get a CAT scan. And I'm terrified because if I fall, I'm not getting back up. You know, I tried. I went to the hospital. They sent me home. They said, oh, no, you need a surgeon. Call. Bye. Why do they have hospitals if they can't help you? I don't understand. And every doctor I go to gives me a new pill. They say, it would be really helpful if you'd um, lose weight. But we have to give you this pill for, like, your blood pressure or for your brain or for your heart, or for your tremors, or, you know, what what else are they giving me? Oh, for your depression, because, you know, I'm practically unalive, you know, mentality. Who's meowing? Psst. What do you want? Why are you meowing? You want Katie? You want a treat? Yeah? All right, come here. But uh, I forgot what I was saying because I heard the meow. She, it, my cats for me are like a dog going up. Yeah. Oh, are we going for a walk, squirrel? Yes, honey, I see you. You want to come sit here? Huh? You want to cut? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. And you can. She licks my finger so that I can wipe her spit behind her ear to clean behind her ear. Unreal. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the pills that I'm on.
Yeah, I'm on gabapentin for depression and anxiety. I'm I'm on so many pills. And every pill they give me, they like I said, they say, look, if you just if if you lose a little weight, it'll be better for you. Yeah, I know, doc. It's hard to lose weight when you can't fucking move. Well, what's your diet? And when I tell them what I eat, they're like, well, you should be losing weight. Yes, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Well aware that I can't eat shit. That I live on water and coffee. Because I, I choke on everything else. And every time they hand me one, when they tell me to lose weight, they go, oh, by the way, this pill, this makes you gain weight. Really? And you all can't figure out why I'm not losing weight despite not being able to eat? Really? Like, I can nibble on food here and there, but I ain't getting nowhere near even 1,500 calories a day. I sit here and my stomach just, and I'm like, uh, eat yourself because I can't put none in you. There's no way to get it from my mouth to my stomach because I have all inflammation. And the other day I almost choked on a freaking cashew. I was like, oh, we have cashews. Maybe I can have, I chewed the shit out of that cashew. It was practically dust in my mouth and I still choked on it. I was able to swallow and it went like halfway down and then I couldn't breathe. And I had to throw it up. If it could go wrong, it would. You know, I see everybody running around and, oh, I went here and I went there. And I'm so happy for them and so jealous. So jealous because I don't go anywhere. Nobody comes here. Nothing. My kids have been putting away the laundry for a week and a half. It's all over my living room in piles of folded clothes. It's so depressing. I can't even put it away because I can't get in my closet because my son put all our stuff in there. And I'm like, I can't lift any of this shit. I used to lift furniture for Christ's sake. I know you guys don't know me well, but I, I would rather chew off my arm than ask for help. My whole life I've been like that because nobody comes through. I remember I was I was nine months pregnant living in my grandmother's house. And I had bought um this huge crib for Katie that turned into a into a toddler bed with a little dresser. It was all one and then you could take it apart and it was just it was a multifunctional crib and it cost quite a bit and it was really really heavy and when they delivered it I wasn't home so my grandmother told them just put it upstairs so they put it in the bedroom but they put it in the wrong bedroom I wanted it in the small bedroom they put it in the big bedroom I didn't want that 
so, you know, I had asked um, for my uncle to, to move it when I get around to it. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, this was literally a couple days before I went to the hospital to give birth. And I was just like, okay. Because I don't argue. I've never argued, but I need you to just, I argued with my husband. It got me nowhere. Before that and after him, I, I just don't argue with people. I just go do it myself. And I went, I went upstairs and I took the shrink wrap you know, the packing wrap off all the pieces. I put the hardware on and slowly but surely took me about three hours. I moved every fucking piece of furniture from the one room to the other and put the crib together. I made the bed. I did the, like the little mattress that they give you and I did it all. I'm like, after I had the baby, he was like, oh, I got to move that crib. And my grandma told him, no, she did it already. She moved it and she put it together. And he was like, oh, well, good for her. And she was like, yeah, you should have done it. Should be ashamed you let that girl do that. But that's, that's what I'm like. If It doesn't matter how how difficult the job is going to be. I'll get it done. You know, nothing stops me. And this, it literally just took my legs out from under me. And I, God, I'm so much less than I was. I'm a burden to my kids now. Katie's, do you need me to do anything else? Do you need me to? No, Kate, just go, to, go relax, please. Meanwhile, Connor's turning into the opposite. He don't want to do shit. He's like, how many minutes is this going to take me? Oh, fuck. Because I just love 16-year-olds. I don't, I don't know what to do. I have an appointment tomorrow. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know. I don't know anything. I, I can't get up on the fucking table thing that they want me to get up on. And I fucking. I, I don't even. I don't know what to do. I really don't. I just know that. I've never felt this alone, this trapped, or this hopeless in my life. And I just, I, I just want it to be better. I, I'm not asking for it to be easy. I'm not asking for a wealthy life. I'm not asking for any of that. I just want to be able to walk around and not be in constant pain. And yeah, this is really revealing and it's really pathetic. And you control me all you want. I really have no fucks left to give. 
but I just, I just keep trying to convince myself. Just, just, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It is. It's going to get better. But I don't feel like it is. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. I'll let you know how the appointment goes. Till then, guys. Go read the funny papers because this shit was depressing. And yet I'm still going to put it out because maybe somebody feels the same way and they need to know they're not so alone. And you're not alone. We all suffer to different degrees. Nobody can match yours. Nobody could understand yours. But what they can do is have the grace to just allow you to feel whatever emotions you're feeling so you can move on. That's what I try to do. I don't bury my feelings anymore like I used to because I really think it was killing me. <laughs> I really think that started like this whole, I don't know, pessimistic thing, this negativity. Getting it out. At least I could work it out. I could talk. I can unburden myself so we'll see we'll see what happens thanks for listening and i love you guys i really do have a good day guys bye